Golf is a four-letter word. Ah, oh, fuck. This is the Water Hazard Podcast. Welcome back. Episode six of the Water Hazard Podcast. I am Gary Lay. In just a second, PJ and Max will be along. First, I want to thank Jay Trainer Band supplying us with our theme music cover of a great lie you can go to www.jtraderband.com and download their full album boys we had um a tournament that's more or less a stepping stone to get to an even better tournament bryson kind of lit the world on fire with his bombs um we'll start with max max was your general takeaways from the arnold palmer invitational it's a good tournament uh, i feel like we've honestly been on a good run seems like a couple mm-hmm. couple weeks now we've had good tournaments good weekend stuff good you know, final round action, close tournaments. And obviously you had Bryson, probably the most fun moment, you know, if you count Saturday and Sunday, probably the two yes. most fun moments we've had on tour in a while, just like, you know, look, you could go, you could argue the merits of this, that, and, and, and obviously he has his haters and whatever, but let's be honest. It was just fun. <laughs> Yeah, and let's 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 stick to the theme of the host, Arnold Palmer. I'm pretty sure at one point said, uh, "Art to him is the flight of a great drive." So I'm pretty sure he go. would have very much enjoyed Bryson cutting his hole in half. You know what though? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, Lil Fugazi. I mean, he mm-hmm. still got birdie both times. I mean, it's a tough shot on two, but like, you know, is I it think... is it this effective? <laughs> was it really that effective? Was it more cool than it was effective? It was probably more cool than it turned out to be effective. Although I'll agree with you to an extent on the Fugazi piece, because he actually never aimed at the green. Like he basically was like 70 yards out, which, you know, look, is still pretty legit. Um, But I think he missed, I know he missed the green on Sunday. He actually had kind of a brutal shot. He had like a 70 yard bunker shot in, which was, was tough. He missed the green. He, He made a great up and down for birdie. And I know he made birdie on Saturday. I'm trying to remember what he did with his second shot, but I kind of feel like he missed the green on the second shot on Saturday mm-hmm. too. Well, both and... times he goes into that long rough. And I thought it was very interesting. Um, people were talking about this, how he uses the same length irons mm-hmm. where, you know, this, this whole bifurcation rollback thing is interesting with him and he seems to be the target of it. But someone was making a good point with his swing speeds. Like he can generate the swing speed of a six iron with his pitching wedge because of the length of his irons. Like, I, this is a lot to get into, and I'm not. We're not going to dive deep into the science of Bryson DeChambeau, but what he's doing to an average golf round is incredible. This is analytics hitting golf. Yeah, and he's he said this a couple of times, and like it, I guess it could come off as arrogant, but it's really not. I think he's just stating fact, which is basically if we play narrow fairways and high rough. I'm going to hit it farther than everyone else, which means if I'm in the rough and if, you know, if the fairways are super narrow, everyone's going to miss the fairways. Everybody's going to be in the rough, but I'm going to have shorter shots in, which is what we saw play out right. at wing foot. And he's like, that's always going to be an advantage to me on the flip side. If you have wide fairways, then everybody's hitting fairways, including me. And then I'm going to have shorter irons in from the fairway, which is also an advantage to me. So he's basically, he has basically said, you know, going back, whatever, two years ago, whenever he decided to do this, I, be, hitting the ball as far as possible will always be an advantage and I'm going to go out and make myself pretty much the longest guy on tour. And, you know, I think you're seeing that play out. And he's, he also said, look, some weeks I don't play well. If I don't play well, I don't play well. I'm not going to win if I don't mm-hmm. play well, but if I do, 
I have a very serious advantage. And I think but that's he's, exactly he's what's proving going his on. point too. Cause last year he doesn't wins a U.S. open. Like mm-hmm. the, like, you know, his it's working. It's there's obviously a science to it. And listen, you can love or hate Bryson. He's a hundred percent good for the game of golf right now. He's definitely a little arrogant. What was the statement last year at um, Augusta? He's like, par should be 65 for me here. Yeah. Or something like that, which yeah, I mean, then. you can't go out and say stuff like that, but I, there's there's obvious a method to this and if you're gonna you can't at this point it can't be ignored any further we can't just ignore that bryson is slowly changing the way golf is being played yeah and we were talking about this uh over the weekend a little bit gary and i and he's he's kind of just got like smartest dude in the room vibes yes yeah. big holly like, roseman vibes yeah like uh, kind of social, you know, sort of maybe a little bit socially awkward. Doesn't always say the right thing at the right time, but it's probably just because he's smarter than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, and then of course, um, his acceptance speech was basically a NASCAR speech. Like, yeah, I want to thank the ping driver. Like, it was so funny because he was just going right through his sponsors. Yeah. It was literally just something right out of uh, Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby. Um, Lee yeah, yeah. Westwood is the guy who finishes second. It was a shame. I was kind of pulling for Lee there at the yeah, end. Yeah, it was good for Lee. Um, good tournament. It's a shame. When he hit that putt on 18, it was like, what, 70 feet? Yeah. I was, for a second, I was like, oh, boy. And then, I mean, obviously, the pressure's still on Bryson. Bryson made a lot of really nice putts, too. It's outside of outside of the finish. It was kind of a two-horse race. There's yep. another name I kind of wanted to bring up who I, I'm officially going to say is now clearly trending is Jordan Spieth. If uh, this yeah. guy figures out his driver, I mean, his strokes gained – like uh like fairway to green is like absurd isn't it but his strokes loss on the on the on driver is absurd and he is just he's literally just being able to all he needs to be able to do is hit fairways and he's going to start dominating that's how well yeah. he's playing with everything off the tee well uh just not on the tee i should say well it's it you're totally right i mean if you look basically strokes gained from the arnold palmer strokes gained total for the tournament he was fifth. Right. And that is with a negative 0.07 off the tee stroke scene. So actually he, he's so basically, you know what I mean? Like average off the tee, which is actually a good week for him. Um, so the rest of his game, his, his approach play has been off the charts. He's starting to get like his Jordan. I'm going to make 30 foot putts on the reg thing going on. And <laughs> yeah, you know, his short game's kind of always been solid. So like it's, it, he's, it's almost like the opposite. Like, I feel like there's players out there where you're like, if they just could not lose strokes putting because they mm-hmm. hit the ball so well, they're going right. to win. He's like, like a more he, just not, be, he needs to putt well yeah. to win. If Jordan could just not lose strokes off the tee and just like chill. It's <laughs> frustrating he's, he's too. Um, also him and his, his, uh, caddy greller i mean greatest greatest mic'd up moments of all time when greller's just like yeah i'm just not comfortable with it and speaks like yeah i'm going for it though like it's fantastic um it's great stuff and then the last person i need to mention from the arnold palmer finishing dead fucking last ricky mm-hmm. fowler our boy uh, is hurting it's tough to watch guys it's tough to watch and and i you know, you know look i got buddies who are who like you know we've all been we've all been Fowler guys. Um, it's hard and, not to be a Fowler guy and people are just turning on him. I uh, think well, when you get called Ricky flower, it's tough too. My only it, golf shirt's an orange, orange Puma. Humongous there you orange go. Puma right there. It's, it's tough times for, for Rick right now. And you kind of just hope he's 
look, this stuff happens. You know, Spieth is coming out of a pretty brutal drought. Mm-hmm. Tiger went through a, a big time drought on point. Duval, notorious drought. Tony Finau still going through from. it. Can't win. <laughs> um, but no, that look, these, there's this stuff happens, and you kind of just hope it's a matter of time, and and he comes out of it. I there's the argument that I kind of don't like is that you know, they give him a hard time because he does a lot of commercials and sponsorships mm-hmm. and all that. And like, I don't know, I, I kind of call bullshit on that. Like, unless someone yeah. were to tell me like when he was playing well, he was only doing X amount and now he's doing yeah. double. Uh, and he's Listen, well. like, don't, that's don't not the fault, case. fault a guy for uh, being likable. That's not his fault that he's likable. No, it's not. And, and he's a good spokesman. I, I, I think it's probably mo- mostly mental at this point. Like, you know, these guys, you know, this in all pro sports, like the margins are razor thin and usually at their level, it's not always physical. stuff. like, they're all fucking good. Well, yeah. It's just the fact that posting a plus 11 score out of four rounds is just, it's not a good optic for Ricky and everyone really needs to start preparing for the fact that he's most likely not going to be playing in the masters yeah, it sucks. and he's most likely not going to be on the Ryder cup team. So everyone it be sucks. prepared for Ricky Fowler, big, big, Big down Ricky year, and it's tough because we both have a more golf pool team, I think. Yeah, I know. I do. I, I And I I sort of knew at the time, I was like, this is this could not turn out well. Oh, look, it's still early. It, Listen, and, <laughs> talking golf you know, pool, I mean, all time I picked Hostler over speed. Who's the <laughs> idiot? <laughs> but look, the, the last thing I'll say about Ricky is the, on, on the bright side, it doesn't always take long for these guys to come back. It's one good, one switch flips, one good week. Suddenly they're, they're back. And you're like, Whoa. Okay. Right. Great transition too. Cause he has won at the players. He has, he, has, he, he's has. A, he is a player's champion. So, I mean, this isn't really a get right course, but at least he, he, he has to have that mental edge knowing he's won here before. So let's go ahead and move on to it. Oh, well, actually, hold on. Let's do, let's do some fashion fits and fits and don't fits. Max, what do you got on? What do you got on the, on the, who was looking hot? Who was looking not this week? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, good question. Um, so here's, here's where I'm at for, for, for the AP. Yeah. Um, my bet, my, my best fits of the week. Uh, Ricky, uh, actually Rory McIlroy. So, I think we agree on this, and I think he is kind of at the top until proven otherwise. Most yeah, he's probably best dressed on tour, consistently week in week out. Yep, he's he, he's looking fresh. So so you got McIlroy number one. He's also I'm, buff, which helps. Yeah, he's ripped, shredded. Bright spot for Fowler, despite his golf game being in the toilet, he's still looking good out there. You got to have a best in show. You gotta look. You gotta be. Yeah. You know, if you're not contributing with your golf game, you got to contribute with your fits. He always looks good <laughs> with his fits, though. He has good fits. Yeah, he was rocking some nice light green looks. He was looking mm-hmm. good out there. Um, and then here's a little bit of a surprising one. Uh, I was surprised myself, but I'm giving Lee Westwood a nod, and here's why. Okay. Sometimes, guys, it's important to know know who you are, know where you're at in life, know what looks good on you and what doesn't. And what you saw with Lee Westwood was just a classic – you know, Peter Millar, you got your, 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 your base colors, nothing crazy, your white pants, the mm-hmm. fits like, and when I say fit, like the tailoring was on point, he looked good. He just looked, he did. He, looked, he wasn't like the fan of the short sleeve Q zip though. 
The vest? No, the vest is fine. I mean, it was I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on Lee. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's hating on himself and now enough you know right what now. I mean? Like he just looked classy out there. It wasn't yeah. It, it was it was like he looked right, and I, I think that's important. It's not always not always about flash. It's about what looks good on you sometimes. Now, so, who wasn't looking good this week? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, hate to hate, I hate to put my guy on blast, although he did miss the cut for me. But but Mark Leishman, Leish has work to do. Let me tell you Leish something. Has, I'm gonna call you out on this one. I think you're unit shaming. I think Leishman's a little bit of a big boy. And you know, you're hating I, on the fact that he had the belly button ring going on. Listen, <laughs> I wasn't wearing the most flattering Q-zip this weekend either. Like we all know, like, listen, don't be, don't be know, shaming the big boys here. I, no, it's not about that. It's, it's really, it's the I odd. Oh, well, I mean, okay. There, the, fair, fair, fair point. If you're walking eyes on, it's not a good look. It's the eyes odd shirt with the, with the horizontal stripes that is not working for me. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like, here's another thing from Leishman or Leisman, if we want to be correct. Like, Leisman. Uh, yeah, I mean, big man to big man, horizontal stripes, not for us. Well, we so, go vertical. I mean, to that same end, I have Patrick Reed on here. Big, like, uh, this shirt he was wearing had some wide stripes, some narrow stripes, some <laughs> black and white. Was this the triangle stripes, too? Oh, no. That was, yeah. that was I think, the week before. But don't worry. Yeah. That that might find its way on here. Those are brutal, okay. too. So we got we got Reed on here. And then I didn't you – know, it's almost a shame that Jordan Spieth was wearing what he was wearing when he made that hole-in-one. That shirt, the black and white stripes, again with these weird horizontal stripes. Who's wearing black, all black in Florida? Come on. Let me, let me give you Florida, something. You're wearing here. colors. Under Armour in Florida. In, Under Armour in general. Yeah. Dusty. Kind dusty. of dusty look for, for Under Armour. Um, Under Armour doesn't do it for me. It really one of the one of the worst. I, I don't know if you can remember this. Do you remember a few years ago when Brooks Kepa was out there in that Nike hat that literally said like Nike really small, like in the middle? Oh, when he won a Beth page. Yeah, with like it had like block lettering, but it was like right in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. a bad look. That Nike hat wasn't good. Go with the classic one, like just the Nike golf hat. No, no, you're right. That that yeah. that that look sucked. Probably, it was up there with the sim. It was up there with the sim two Max. Uh, Dustin Johnson's rocking it with Riviera. A rare misstep for Nike, which is usually firing on all cylinders. Yeah, most, they usually do a good job. Most weeks, I. Th- I think Footjoy does have the best, some of the best lineup in the game, though. Footjoy clothes, very comfortable. Yeah, and they're classic. Again, something, something shoes. wrong with just like some nice classic solids. You know, stay in, some guys just need to stay in their lane. And that's that's sort of what I was saying with Lee. He just looked I, classic out there. At least I got, a, I got a compliment on my all black look this weekend when I was out there. Oh, you were looking good. Yeah. I mean, I, I listen, I know, I know me. I'm going to be a navy, black, white, nothing flashy. Stay in the blues, blacks and whites for me. I, I know that's what I need to be doing. And let me tell you something, Gary. When you're out playing and it's 37 degrees out, yeah, you're allowed to wear all black. Sure, absolutely. I wore all black today too. All black today, but I had short sleeves today because it was nice out today. Um, but we'll get we'll get to uh, this weekend in a second. Let's transition to the actual fun at hand. Um, the unofficial fifth major, one of the best tournaments of the year, uh, biggest purse on tour, one of the most famous mm-hmm. holes on tour, the Players Championship. Um, yeah. players championships, always a ton of fun. Um, it's also kind of like a mark for a year to the coronavirus. Obviously this is the tournament that got shut down last year. I think they played the first round. Am I correct on that? They Hideki got Matsuyama like- was, uh, in the lead shot, we shot nine under in the first round, eight or nine. under. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Shut um, down. Poor Hideki. I know they, you know, if you watch golf channel right now, they're doing, um, like what live from the players and they have this like 15 mm-hmm. minute reel about it. Fleetwood's talking. He's like, I was like so worried. Like, could I even get home? It's obviously like he was a Euro. There was travel bans. 
it was a crazy year. Um, if you want to like remember, and hopefully there's a light at the end of the tunnel for this pan- whole pandemic thing. But if you want to like go back and remember like what a crazy year it really was, this is, this is a, a mine of like, this is the line of the mark of when the pandemic really kind of hit its, hit its peak. And um, I, I'll tell you, it was like, I'm watching. I'm like, wow, I can't believe we actually had to lose this. I, this this Monday was my last day in my office. I have not been in my office at work since one year today. It's, it's, it's interesting. And I know, so Max is all done with his vaccine. I go on Monday for my second dose. I know PJ famously fighting it um, with his own antibodies, which is great. I got him. mandatory testing but, actually um, at Temple. There you go, mandatory testing. So he's finally taking it seriously. It's been, it's been a year, but PJ's on the uh, coronavirus is real tech uh, train. But I mean, again, <laughs> Welcome Let's aboard, hope PJ. that this is it. This is, or I think it, it seems like we're coming to an end. Let's just everyone, little public service announcements, wash your hands, put your mask on, keep your distance. Don't fumble at the goal line here. Yeah. Listen, there's no chip in the vaccine either. Just get your vaccine. There's no chip in it. The government's not tracking you. I don't care nope. if that's an unpopular take. All right, nope. let's talk golf, boys. <laughs> let's talk golf. <laughs> let's not get political on the podcast. Let's talk some golf. <laughs> um, we're going to live on the edge of 17 this week. What? Max, give me your like t- your breakaway because this is another one of those tournaments where it's played at the same course every year, Augusta, where you don't get to see it as often, and it's famous. TPC Sawgrass, maybe the most, the second most famous course on tour. Uh, yeah, I actually I, up I there agree with Pebble, that. maybe. Yeah, I mean it's 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 you know one of the iconic you know, certainly courses in, in, in the country, I'd say, and, and, and certainly on the PGA tour, you know, this is their tournament. They've been playing here for quite some time. It's obviously got some iconic holes, some incredible champions and, and, and what else most. can you say, you know, better, better than most, better than um, most. One of the best calls ever. Um, too, yeah. cause this is a tour. This is a course where it's, um, you know, they've had a couple of the guys who come on and they, everyone says the same thing. To win at TPC Sawgrass, it's you. You've got to be able to manage your misses, and they said it's basically you're just trying to manage your game all the way through for four rounds because the course will eat you alive if you're not going to hit the ball well. It's it's one of these, um, you know, it's it's truly like if you're playing well, you can score, and you see that in in mm-hmm. the final scores. You get you know Webb Simpson won as high as eighteen under. Um, you get those sort of like mid to high teen winning scores. But on the flip side, if you're not playing well, you know, it's ejection city. There's water all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, what it's it's it actually makes it a hard betting tournament because you know, you could bet someone's playing great and they may be playing great and one bad swing, they put one in the water, make a mess of a hole, and they're out. And you kind of have to like you're saying, you kinda have to just manage your way away right. from making huge numbers. It's a big, it's a big grinded out uh, type of course. Um, I just had a point and I lost it, which I, which drives me insane. But um, let's talk about seventeen, and hopefully that point will come back to me. Seventeen, I would say a top five hole on course in terms of like iconic. It's cool, mm-hmm. you know. I, I don't listen. It's like only like once. It, how long is this actual hole? It's because it's not very long. Uh, one hundred and thirty something yards. And it's, it's so interesting to me too because it's it really is just based on flag position or like where the pin's gonna be. I can't believe any of these guys put it on the water here. These guys are usually so accurate. It is kind of it is just I mean, like when I'm looking at it, I know if I was playing that whole first thing I do, boom, right in the water. Fine. I know that would happen because it would be in my head. Um, but but imagine if you just step up and drill it, like you have to feel like the king of the world, right? 
oh yeah, you'd feel like a million bucks. But I do, I'll say that, you know, in some instances when the wind gets going there, um, I'm, you know, I'm sure if you're, if you're working in like a 10 mile an hour wind, suddenly that gets real dicey, especially when you're hitting wedges high, you know, you got to like flight it down, you know, it's, it's one of those where you miss hit a wedge into the, into the wind that thing's just going to get killed and go and and come up short. You know, I, I, I remember just anecdotally watching, you know, certainly in the final round, you get guys going for pins that are tucked mm-hmm. because they're, you know, they're trying to make up ground or whatever. They miss by a yard or two right or left and they put it in the water that way. It's just, it's just, you know, fun. It's, it's unique. It's, um, it's as difficult as a 135 yard wedge shot will ever be, you know? <laughs> It absolutely is, and this it, this kind of leads to uh, another point too, where this uh, the Florida swing of the PGA Tour is just an absolute blast. Um, I mean, the concession proved to be fun. Bay Hill always fun, and then on top of that, I mean, we still have one more week out there after this where we go to what is it, uh, PGA National Resort? Yeah. So, like, listen, Florida golf swing. That this is this is one of the more fun ones because we're going to go to Texas after they leave here, and then eventually we will fall back to Georgia. But enjoy uh, the next two weeks because you're about to get great golf, and, and Florida golf always delivers. I've I've actually really enjoyed the last few tournaments. Um, does yeah. anyone else have like anything anything pressing they really want to talk about the players? I want to let's we want to get into some lines here. What we want to do, boys? I can I can give some little uh, well, tidbits. Yeah, PJ's, yeah, PJ's got, got, some, got some stuff. Yeah, I got some little got some uh, tidbits. So just for example, um, last year, I know we only played one round. You guys mentioned the field was 144. This year, it's actually 154. So 10 okay. more mm-hmm. people are in. Only top 65, though, make the cut after 36. That's a lot of, I mean, that's 90 people are getting cut after the first round, which is usually mm-hmm. higher than normal. We already mentioned that Roy McIlroy is the past winner. No person has ever defended their title hmm. at the this um, at this event. But um, over the last five years, Adam Scott, Roy McIlroy, Jason Day, Hideki Matsuyama, and Webb Simpson have the most strokes gained, and no person has made more rounds in the '60s at TPC Sawgrass than adam scott in this field not ever mm-hmm. just in this field at okay. 23 mm-hmm. big cheater and then this is apparently a die course d-y-e right yep um so the- i'll add i'll just quickly add some color to that pj um so pete die um pretty famous golf course architect um done tons of courses around the world also has um a couple of courses that they play pga tour events at throughout the year um so you have tpc sawgrass being the most notable but uh pga west where they play the american express where siwoo kim won earlier in the year um the Wyndham in north carolina uh is a pete die course as well um the rbc heritage um mm-hmm. at uh, harbor town links also a pete die course and and PJ is going to get into this in a second, but uh, there is certainly uh, there are players that tend to play well on Pete Dye tracks. Uh, um, so, so yeah, go, go right back. Yeah, so that's like, I always find interesting. So he's an architect, right? He's the one he designs. Mm-hmm. That's right. So like I always wonder how they find these statistics or how they categorize them. Yeah. 
So in the past four seasons, golf seasons per round, the, play, the players that have played the best due to these statistics are Tommy Fleetwood, Dustin Johnson, Adam Scott, Bryson DeChambeau, Roy McIlroy, Patrick Cantley, Jason Day, Webb Simpson, Cameron Davis, and Abraham. I'm going to say answer. That's how answer. you pronounce it. Boom. Nailed it. Look at you. Abe. So those are your um, tidbits. Wow, hearing, we're hearing a lot of, we're, we're hearing a lot of Adam Scott on those lists. Yeah, Great statistics out of PJ me. this week. Yeah. And good job, PJ. Wait, good job staying away from geography this week as well. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was nervous. Time. You're going to say like him, you know, should I guess where he's from? I didn't know. <laughs> well, who? Abraham he, answer. Is he from USA or is he some, if he's from USA, I don't want to guess. He's not he's from not, USA. He's not a guy. Okay. Um, answer. Is it Mexico? Yes. Boom, drilled it. Look at you. He's back. Come yeah. back on Thank the you. geography trail. Back. Little quick shout out to uh, Golf Channel comparing um, TPC Sawgrass. They're like, what's a comp course? And right away, my boy on the Golf Channel goes, it compares to George Crump's Pine Valley right Ooh. here in New Jersey. And remember, everybody. The only reason we started this podcast is so we could play on Pine Valley. That's the ultimate goal. If we get to play Pine Valley, I would imagine the water hazard couldn't possibly go away. I think we'd have one more pod being like, ha, ha, ha. We played it. You didn't. We're much better than you. Um, because I think that's exactly how I would feel. Right, Max? Yeah, yeah, obviously. Well, yeah. We'd probably do a recap about how we got absolutely destroyed by the golf course. I'd shoot 150. I'd shoot and, 150. Um, and love every second of it. Oh, yeah. Listen, I... If you're listening to this, go to YouTube, type in Pine Valley, every hole at Pine Valley, and just look at the second hole. It's literally an island fairway. You can't miss left, left and you can't miss right. If you miss, you're screwed. Yep. It's, I can't believe – it's a shame that we don't get to see it more often, but that's what makes it a hidden gem. Nicest golf course in the world. All right, before anything – anyone got anything else on the Players' Championship before we get into the three-man scramble? Um – because I know usually we like to give picks before this. We are going to be picking five each this week, so I don't want to be giving too, too much away with our pre-picks to the five-man, uh, three-man scramble. Yeah, how about this? Since we're doing five, we why don't we get into it? I think we'll add, you know, in the midst of, of, of picking, we'll we'll add some more color and, and, and some of that. The only other thing I'll add is we are, you know, still on Bermuda. Still on Bermuda. This week. Um, so uh, that always is a factor um, mm-hmm. in, in Florida. Um, but beyond that, I mean, the only thing I'll add to that is just from, you know, scrolling through Twitter, there's a lot of videos out there. The course is looking lush. The course is looking mm-hmm. green, looking beautiful. My guess is the scores are going to be pretty, pretty good. I, okay. I, it does not look like it's going to be particularly hard and fast. It looks like it's going to be honestly like pretty, pretty lush and, 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 and you're not going to have balls flying all over the place unless it really bakes out. Um, Which is exactly what you want when you have a deep field. I mean, you want good scoring with a deep field. I, I don't care what anyone says. I know people, some people like clown golf, but I like to see these guys go out there and dominate. All right, let's give a quick update. Max did win last week, gets mm-hmm. his first win. Let's do Hell the yeah. uh, three-man scramble uh, presented by PointsBet. Go to promo, use promo code PointsBet at www.pointsbet.com where you can download their app for a $250 match. Uh, promo code Waterboys. It's W O O D E R B O Y S. Two hundred and fifty dollar match. If you have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Gambler. Max does pick up his first win. How's it feel? Oh, dude, it was killing me. It was killing me. 
Yeah. I'm a competitive guy. I don't like to lose, but you know, I'm not for nothing. I'm supposed to be the guy who, who, who knows the most about golf on this show. I'm getting sure. my ass kicked by you too. And you know, I don't take that the wrong way, but it, it, wear, it wears on you a little bit. Yeah, it sure does. Also another notable thing, Max also no longer in last place. He takes over PJ for second. Also, are you all a little bit nervous that no one's been able to repeat yet? Well, um, I think that speaks to the parody of the, of the, yeah. uh, competition scramble yeah so no no one will stick to the super system we all kind of vary it off of it and it's be interesting to see what max goes with this week because we all know there is a way to win this but let's get a quick updated standings on our roi we'll give you the rules for this week because we are going to be picking five players rather than three we'll be doing that for all the majors and since this is an unofficial major we're going to be each taking five players Again, the new rule, if someone picks a golfer, you are no longer able to select that golfer. So I hope everyone has 15 different bets written down. Oh, All right, I've, Max. I've got my, my biggest sheet to date. Yeah. Um, Give so, us our updated scores here. Okay. So in first place, Gary, with an ROI of 29%. Mm. Second place, Max, at negative 11%. So still mm. in the negative, but trending, but trending. And PJ is now now at negative twelve percent. So I've, which I've is, gotten by one percentage point, which okay. is brutal. Which is absolutely well, brutal. Well, you, bad beat for you. You can't have an I, I've had a couple. I've had a couple bad beats. I would say, but I, people are going to say. Second. Listen, people are going to say the outsiders are going to say. Listen, you've admitted you don't watch the game. The tournament. We said this at the top of the podcast, guys. Picking Brent Snedeker week yeah. one. People are going to somehow say, was leading through four weeks. Yeah, people are gonna say I admit I don't watch the tournaments. You know, I don't know that Francisco Molani, wherever where he's from, I I Molinari, mispronounce Mark. Argentina. I I mispronounce Mark Leisman or Leishman. You know, yep. they're gonna say all those reasons of why I'm in last place, and I'm just gonna say it's because Im decided to shoot a plus four on the last day when he was clearly in top twenty contention, and he screwed me. Top he went tied for twenty first. He's so banned. you officially banned him, right? You won't no, pick he's him banned. for the rest of the year. I'm not picking him oh, for the rest so he, of the year. He's out. He's out. out. All right. That's good for me and PJ. Oh. I mean, that's good for me and Max because he is a hell of a golfer. I hate that. Also, PJ, your lack of golf knowledge is what leads to the best inside jokes on the podcast, especially Leisman and Francisco Molinari <laughs> being from Argentina, which we all know now is in South America. So that was an unbelievable segment. <laughs> it was. This um, uh the order for this week will go Max, Gary, PJ. We snake. Um, whenever you're ready, Max, you get your first pick. Pick of the litter for the kid. So uh just super quick. One more sure. note um, is we ran into this last week uh, with Maddie Fitzpatrick and right, Paul Casey. Here we go. Um, so, you know, if you, if you've done golf betting, you know, with uh, before and you pick like a T five or T 10 or, or anything like that, and you tie, they, they have this thing called DHR, um, which mm-hmm. is like a dead heat, um, I guess, split, so to speak, where, you actually, uh, your, your winnings get split with how many people you tied with. And so, um, you know, which is bullshit. If you tie with two people, say, um, you know, Fitzpatrick and Casey were, let's just say they were plus a hundred to T10 and they both tied, um, at T10, your plus a hundred basically becomes plus, uh, 50. Um, mm-hmm. it gets, it gets whacked in half and then they do that for how many people they tie. Now what was interesting is there were actually, I think eight guys who tied for 10. So, and, and, and Gary and I both got even money back. So 
we we basically got our five bucks back so they tried to be even money um there and we counted that towards our our season-long roi but it's just a sort of interesting quirk that kind of sucks um as it turns out definitely because definitely we, sucks we were like we were sitting there and and casey and Fitz were both t12 with like three groups left on the field tommy goes i think double or triple on 18 and then keegan bradley bogey's 18 to get them in to the top to 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 t10 and we're like, like oh hells yeah yeah only Big to find wins. out you know, well look we we, we could have got zero i guess getting your getting even money, you'll take it, right? Uh, Listen, I got to stay up on the competition. And now that PJ has just floated off screen, we're going to let you take your first pick. I think he's coming back. He's here. He's back. All right, PJ, back. go ahead. Let, uh, not PJ. Let's uh, Max, let's get your first pick. First of five this week. Whew. All right. Big day. Big day. Not 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 always. Uh, you don't always get the first pick. And and how am I going to screw this up is, is really the question. A little pressure See, going what's first. Interesting. You, got, you got to pick someone well, that you might think someone else won't pick, but you get worried because you're right. not going for a bit. Like taking so, Bill Hostler here would be a genius. What's interesting about this now, which we didn't have before, is now I not only am I picking for myself, but I can take someone off the board. Right. And I assume... Which makes it much harder. You can't pick the same person twice. So if I take someone off the board, can I then pick another pick them for no i else? think if you i think if you pick like let's say you i'm going to use tiger woods because he can't play this week if you take tiger woods top 10 nobody else can select tiger woods and you can't select tiger woods with any other odds than plus 10 right okay okay um this is very interesting okay i got two names i'm sort of circling around um I'm going to take Webb Simpson top 20 at plus 125. Okay. It's a good pick. He's a trendy guy too. Um, yeah. There's a guy I really like this week, and if he can putt, I think he actually wins it, but I'm going to take him a top 10. Give me Colin Morikawa plus 220 to finish top 10. Um, I like that. All right. I like that. That's good. Neither of my people have been taken. I'm liking this. All right. With my first pick. I'm going Patrick Cantley, top 30, minus 125. He has not finished worse than tied for 17th since October. And he was also tied for 15th this last time. So he's in decent form. And then my second pick is I'm going to go. I think someone's going to take this. So I'm going to take it now. I'm going Adam Scott, top 40, plus 125. We talked Wasn't about even before. on my board. Wasn't on my board. Wow. Love we talked about it before how good he's been in this tournament. Plus odds at top 40 was too good to pass up. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to say, so now this two situations tough because I basically am waiting for two people to go off the board each time. So I got to really think about players that are going to score well. So I'm going to take Tony Finau top 30 minus 125. So, all right. So Finau's off the board. Scott's off the board. Um, Cantlay is off the board. Where you got two picks also. Wow, my, oh my god, this is this is a dream. Yeah. All right, with my first pick, I'm gonna go Fleetwood. Damn. Fleetwood. Um now the question is do I lock in 
Oh man, how do how aggressive do I want to get with Fleetwood? Is really the question. The lad, the lad coming off a good week, but it, but a, but a classic or finish, classic Sunday round finish. for Tommy Lad. I'm gonna go top thirty. Mm, that's exactly the bet I liked. I had him top thirty plus one ten. I got him at one thirty-eight. Okay, I had him at one ten when I was using points bet, but yeah, I, I liked that pick a lot actually. You know, I I think uh, a younger me would have gone for the top twenty, but you know, I just feel like I have a chance get, you know, for top thirty for odds. Tommy Led plus odds. Yeah. I got to take that, right? Mm-hmm. The plus odds are big time. And then my next pick, Patrick Reed. Okay, fuck you, <laughs> Eddie Lad. I'm gonna take Reed at a top 20 i hate you that was literally my other next pick i had tommy in and i got my next two and ten i'm gonna take him at a top 20 at plus 188 all right give me a ball striking a top 40 max home a plus 160 okay love it okay so it's coming back to me for two none of my people actually i'm all my bets are gonna come through it's good all right, my third bet is uh, Dustin Johnson, top 20, mm-hmm. minus 143. He's the best in the game. I think this is a super system play. Like, I feel like I got oh, it yeah. with this. Um, and Very much a super system play, play. After that is Jordan Spieth to make the cut oh. at minus 167. Um I really liked him top 40. He was my next pick. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. His last, I mean, this year, ready? Fourth, his position. Fourth, third, 15th, and fourth. So he's just got to get top 65. I feel like this is too good to be true, but I, I mean. Yeah. No, I like it, PJ. I mean, but, you know, the he way my the cold list. streak has been going, you, you never know. So tread lightly, but. All right. So I got, I mean, I lost for the first time on my nationality, but it's time to go back to the well. Right back to Australia and the Dirt Dog himself. Oh. Plus 275. Top Aussie. The Dirt Dog, Cam Smith. You son of a gun. Yeah. Uh, I think I was I was going in the Cam Smith direction. Um, all right, so it's back to me for my final two, huh? Sure is. Ooh. I mean, I still got boys I like here. I wish I wish we had more picks. I can't believe some of these guys you guys didn't take yet. There's a particular golfer I, I really want. I passed on because I, I could feel you looking at Cam Smith's name. That's the pressure of the yeah. game. So they call it a scramble. Yeah. I mean, is it this, yeah, the scramble. I mean, listen, this, the taking people off the board definitely makes it harder. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that. This was a great rule change, Gary. I, I, yeah, thank you. That's why I'm the commissioner slash host. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yep. It totally changed the whole complexion of this game. I sure did. Okay. All I want to do is make our lives better. I'm going to go with PJ's recently canceled. Banned. Recently banned. Going back to the Sungjae M. Well. I'm just saying he messed you up too the week before, which is why I took him. Oh, I know. Well, I'm I'm playing that card right back at you. (laughs) 
I'm gonna PJ, go. I didn't cancel the Bucks after they were minus five thousand and lost. You just can't get salty over one loss here. No, you should have canceled. I'm gonna go Sun Gate. Yeah, that was brutal. Okay, that was top, top. <laughs> top thirty plus one fifty. And okay. man, now now here is here is a bit of there's a three very significant golfers left on the board here. I know. I'm assuming whoever you do take, I'm probably gonna take the opposite one. I think me and you were thinking the same thing. DB straight vibing. Danny Berger. Oh, I had Danny Berger on my list. You going top, top 30? Top 30. You plus son of, dude, you took a lot of my picks. Love I it. get it. You just are trying to catch up to me. That's all. I get it. I mean, we can't all be the top dog. So, I mean, I, this is the most, probably the most conservative approach I've taken and nothing lower than top 20. Yeah. So, it's interesting because I have three plus odds, one negative odd. I'm going to take another negative odd. This is a pure super system pick. No one's won twice and no one's won back to back. But the fact that Rory's even on the board right now mm. is crazy. So give me Rory top 30 minus 200 just to get a win. Wow. I thought you were, I thought you were going to be leaning Rom to be fair with you, Max. I do like Rom, but uh, Bryson on the board too. But PJ's got two here. No, he's got one. I got one. Would I have had two? Uh, we could come back to it. I got one. I'm not even taking a golfer. I'm taking a prop. I'm taking the ultimate super <laughs> system play. I'm going no hole in one on hole seven uh, minus three seventy one. No hole in one minus three seventy one. Wow. That's the super system of all super system plays. The whole, I think when we joked around this the last time, I was like, oh, no hole-in-one. I'm pretty sure the hole-in-one was hit. And the hole-in-one was also hit last week. So hopefully no hole-in-one is hit this week. This is all super system of super system plays right here. Did anybody have ones on their list that didn't make it? Like, I have five left yeah. over. Ten of my picks were selected. So here, I'll run through my five. and Max Yeah, let's do this. His. I like this. So I have here's, – here's the five that I have left over. Um, I had Hovland, a top 20 plus 130. He's playing well. Yep. Kokrak, odd, oddly playing very well lately. A He's top been great. 20. He was plus 400. Yep. So those were odds I liked, but, I you know, I just feel like he can fall off right away. Shoffley didn't have a good showing. I had him. I had an interest in him at top five plus four fifty. Um, I had Russ Knox written down again as the top Scott, but I just can't go back to that. Well, that was a panic pick. I was like, I'm just going to throw this on here because I need a panic pick. And listen, I wanted to do it. I really did want to do it, boys. Bo Hostler to be a top forty was plus six hundred, but the guy didn't even make the cut at the Puerto Rican Open. So it's like I can't. I can't be <laughs> taking Bo. I'm like I said. I'm afraid for his tour card. I'm going to support him. I'd rather go 0 and 5 and Bo make the cut than me win this week. Boom, said it. Sounds talking like a guy with a large, large lead. Yep. So let me just run through because there's a couple of guys I like that that I didn't get a chance to pick, but I think um, worth worth just worth discussing for for a second. Um, you know, I'm kicking myself. I, Abe answer was like almost at the top of my list, and I never. I, I love Abraham answer. And this course kind of plays well to him. He's not long off the tee, but he's super accurate. Good putter. Yep. I liked him. Yeah. He, he, yeah, again. And I think that's an important note. This is not the longest course and it doesn't play overly long. There's, there's not a ton exactly of, why I don't like Bryson on it. Yeah. And, and, you know, give a guy like Abe, you know, 
easy, easier yardage is in, all of a sudden it becomes a lot more interesting. So I think right. Abe answer was interesting. Um, another guy, Paul Casey, everyone always sleeps on Paul Casey. Yeah. He scares me in big tournaments. That's my issue with him. He, he's very boring he, to watch too. I'm going to say that Paul well, Casey, boring golfer. Yeah. Which, well, it's usually a good thing. Um, it is. Uh, I think Terrell Hatton, he, yeah. He had a, he actually had a great ball striking week last week. He just had like the worst putting week of his life, and he's a great putter. <laughs> Don't yeah. be surprised if he bounces back. Um, I actually think Maddie Fitzpatrick is still playing good, and again, not a long course. I think he could. Yeah, you're a big Maddie Fitz guy. Here. He's playing well, and then here's my sleeper, little sleeper action. Uh, Kevin Streelman. Yeah, you know when I looked at this one, I saw Kevin Streelman odds. The Pete Dye guy. Yeah, he is a Pete Dye guy. Um, yes. Um, so there's a lot of picks. There's a lot of picks, but I, I actually would be interested. Maybe I'll track the, the five that I didn't take. I mean, the bow one's literally a joke. I, I just, listen, when you're up, you can't be, you can't be throwing away picks, Bo. prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Bo. <laughs> um, we're going to get out here, but before we get out, Max and I did hit the course this weekend, Metro Lake country club. I had to address the end of the room. I'm going to actually say it before Max and just bail me out. I put an eight on the scorecard boys. I put an eight on the scorecard mm. this week. So I did stupid shit. Listen, you know what, Max? Here's the frustrating thing. I played again today. I played really well. Got to the fifth hole. Made a mess of five again. Didn't lose my ball this time. Just made a mess of it. So, hole, ball in the water on the second shot. Trying to five iron fade it back. Didn't work. Went straight right into the water. So just just to sort of give context here, this is about a 490 par, yard par five. It's not it's not that long, but there's... It, this one I want to say is this. It's th- yes. It's not overly long, but it's thin, and there's water on either side. There's out of bounds all up the left side, and it's very much in play. There's also two separate small little water hazards up the left side. There's water right. hazard right off the tee, and then there's like water literally hazard right, right off where the my green. ball would come down to. Like it, this this hole does not lend well to me at all. And if this I hit a tight. good drive, if I hit a good drive, no matter what, I'm gonna have a fade shot on it. And there's a bunker. If I even hit a good drive, I'm that bunker is so very much in play for me. So I'm almost considering next time I play is laying up with a three wood and just trying to get in with two long fives. Well, it, it, it probably makes sense at this point. You just got to get something in play that you can give yourself so, like 150 yards in on your second shot. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, man, I played, I played seven holes today. I was one over through four holes. Made a made a mess of five. I had a great mm-hmm. I had a great first hole on the green on two. I was playing three balls. I I I had a I had parred two three times with all three tee shots. Um, had a great had a great second shot on four to get in, and then it just made a mess of five, six. I played well. Seven, uh, I had a par on seven. And I got out. So I think if I looked down, I was probably for the day through seven, like maybe six over. But it, like I'm telling you, I made I made a mess again of five. But yeah. it drives me insane. It's a tough hole. Like you look at it on the scorecard, and you're like, all right, how, how hard could this be? It's uh, look, you you we've obviously I've played with you every time I've played there. I've actually managed decent tee shots most of the time and totally fuck up my second shot. Yeah, it's it's Metro <sighs> Lakes Country hole. Club. Let me tell you something. It's nothing flashy. But almost every hole has a little caveat to it, which is a lot of fun. It's a, it's a fun course. I love that. Course. It's tight. It's it tight. Is. It's it's short, but it's it's old school. It's tight. There's there's dog legs. You gotta you gotta hit it in the right angles, right spots, or you can get blocked out. And there's look, there's OB on certain holes. There's mm-hmm. hazards. You can end up in the trees. 
that you got to hit the ball straight, which, you know, for me is a problem. Yeah. I mean, for me, a big problem. Although my grouping shot on six, I hit three drivers, all had them in the fairway. The driver was actually working today, which was nice. There you go. Um, all right, I don't know what it is when I'm. Pl- I don't know what it is when I'm playing with you. I just maybe that maybe I'm holding the grip too a little too tight when I'm playing with you, trying to impress, impress the brother-in-law. But no, no, this is a lot of this is a lot of us gloating about the us playing golf this weekend. It's really nothing to gloat about. It was 37 degrees. It was miserable. It was brutal. But um, street cred. I think I think we earned some street cred. So we'll get out with this. Um, this was a funny moment. I'll let Max tell the story about our order at the bar. Um, and then we'll get out of here because I still kind of giggle about it. So Max can take it away and then we'll get out of here. So, you know, so like we said, it's about 37 degrees out. It's it's pretty cold. So so we make the turn. I'm like, all right, we'll go and get a drink. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna try and get something hot, maybe like a hot toddy or, or like a Irish coffee or something. Let's see what they, they, they can make. I was like, yeah, 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 sounds good. So we go in bartender comes up you know what, what can i get you guys i'm like you got anything hot and he goes well i got tea and i've got coffee and i was like well you know with alcohol and he's like all right well i could i can make you a hot toddy i can and i can do uh an irish coffee i was like mm, let me have an irish coffee it was okay points to gary goes and for you gary goes mm, i'll have two bud lights <laughs> guys <laughs> like okay yeah he also offered me a bag of ice which i thought was crazy it was 37 degrees out but let me tell you something i had had an, i had an eight on the scorecard at the time i deserved to have two butt lights that's i didn't deserve anything hot and warm i deserved to be um cold through the last nine so um next time we get out there hopefully we'll get better scores um but everyone enjoy the players championship this weekend it's one of the best tournaments we're gonna have a little bit of a lull going to the texas break but we're getting closer to the masters so stick with us. We're going to get to the good part of the tour. Enjoy the players again. I am Gary for Max and PJ. Thank you for listening to the Water Hazard Podcast.